If you're listening to this podcast, it is likely because you're currently being pursued by some sort of extraterrestrial, spiritual, or cryptozoological threat. You probably saw that this show was about these sorts of otherworldly abominations and reckoned it a place of insight. Unfortunately, the following podcast is entirely farcical and will be of little help to anyone. But you're here, so you might as well enjoy the show and pray that it doesn't find you. Welcome back to Lore Folk, a podcast where we riff on all things paranormal. I'm your host, Aiden Kidd, and today I'm joined by my co-host, confidant, Maddie Barr! It's me! Welcome back to Lore Folk, yay! It's the Big 20! It's a big special episode today, yay! It's yeah. a big, beefy baby boy, and we're here to give you all those juicy details. Our, our podcast's no longer a teen... The big two o, you know, we're a young adult now. Get at me. Oh, I thought you said team, and I thought you were about to introduce a third member to the crew, and I was like, I did not approve of this. Literally anyone, just someone I found on the street. Sorry, Aiden, you're being let go. Oh no. I've been looking at our <laughs> Podbean stats, y'all, because I'm desperate for attention. And let me tell you, there's um, there's a whole lot of folks listening to this show. Um. And in most places, most states, most countries, you know, we got some folks listening. Um, I did want to call out a few specific people uh, because Podbean, for some reason, only likes America. Boo. So it gives me specific stats about states. State stats. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I wanted to call out some specific people in the last month in uh, Oregon, Oklahoma, Arkansas, and New Hampshire. If you live in one of those places and you've listened to Lorefolk in the past month, you're the only person in that state to do so. Yay! I love you all. I love all four of you individually. So if you're thinking, oh, that can't be me. There's probably other people in this state. Nope. You are the only person who has listened to this podcast in your state in the past month. So congrats. Shout out to those four people in Oregon, Oklahoma, Arkansas, New Hampshire. Uh, I love you. Uh, I was gonna say unconventionally. What's the word? How do dogs unconditionally? Love I love you unconditionally and unconventionally because we don't know each other. <laughs> so there you go. It's a distressing relationship that you should be concerned about. It's very weird, but it's fine because we're pals now. I also wanted to shout out in Arizona and Mississippi. There's only been two Mississippi. People. Mississippi. Mississippi. <laughs> Sorry, in Arizona. You're missing a couple there. In Arizona and Mississippi. I really had a stroke. There's only two people in each of those states who've listened in the past month. So if you're one of those two people, do you know each other? Find the other people. Don't murder each other or anything, but like, hey, no, you know. Kill each other. No, no, you need to kill each other. There can only be one person listening to this podcast one in each respective state. state. All right. Well, if you are one of the two people in Arizona or the two people in Mississippi, um, duke it out then. Or become friends. What state has the most viewers, listeners? In the past month, it's New York. Ach-cha-cha. New York, New York, New baby! York. Um, Get out there, smash a glass, and slit some throats! Shout out to the homies in New York. You are literally so far away from me right now. 
It's New York, California, and then Texas. What up, Texas? Texas? All the stars at night are not dull and dim when they're bright over that lovely state of Texas. It's incredible because considering the only voice I do is a bad yeehaw cowboy voice that anyone in Texas even tolerates me. Yeah, you'd think they'd hate you. Also, shout out to California. I know I skipped you. You're second. Yay, California. Eh. Eh. You're cool. You got one season. You're fucking boring. (laughs) You do have one season. And it sucks. I've been to Cal- I've lived in California. It's fine. Shout out to the people who don't live by the water in California. You're really struggling, and I and I respect that. Maddie, I thought for episode 20 we'd do a bit of a retrospective. Because when we started this show, we didn't explain who we are or anything about us or our origin story. So I thought we'd take a hot sec to introduce ourselves proper. Hi, I'm Aiden. I'm a, a greasy rat twink and a burden to society. Hi, I'm Maddie. I'm just a burden to society. <laughs> I mean, I'm a little greasy if you know me, but you know. I got it under control. I get those blotting wipes from Target, okay? I remember when we first met Maddie, it was back in ye old 1934. I was just a dumb kid off the bus from Kokomo, Indiana, doing my song and dance in front of a big old jukebox theater. That's true. I remember it well. And that song and dance was my classic bit that everybody loved, known as Kermit the Frog is sad because he stepped on his own penis. It went a little something like this. Kermit, you wanna hang out? I don't wanna go anywhere, Fuzzy. I I just wanna stay in home today. Now, come on, Kermit. We're all going to the club, Kermit. Fuzzy, go away. I'm too sad. Bye, Kermit. What's wrong? I stepped on my own dick, Fuzzy. (laughs) My schlong is too long and I stepped on it. I'll never be the same man again. I can't function as a basic person. Who am I, Fuzzy? Are we all just dust and ashes waiting to be faded away by time? It's a metaphor, isn't it? We can't escape our penis, Fozzy. And we can't escape death. Okay, Kermit! Bye! And scene! See, that was the abridged version. I did that for several hours with two puppets. The Kermit one did have a massive peen, and I was whipping that bad boy in every which direction. It did traumatize some kids, and definitely awoke something in others. Mm, just a really, really long, thin, like, fabric dick. Well, Maddie, can you can you explain the situation that caused you to see this bit? Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. See, I was a corporate fat cat, ayy, and I had my big checkered suit on, you know, pulling up in my stage coach. And I was intrigued by this performance and this lengthy, lengthy green penis. You had a stage coach in 1934 because you were so old school and such old money. Yeah. I was so rich. Yeah. I, I was like, this is the way that uh, you know, travel was intended. This is the best sound quality, right? Um, this is how the wheels were supposed to If your car doesn't have horse hooves pulling it, it's not a good car. I don't want it. Exactly. Uh, and I was intrigued by this quiet, understated, just incredible performance. I was like, what, what is that man? What's he saying? I can't hear him. And then you have to get closer and closer to hear you just quietly lamenting as Kermit, who stepped on his own dick. 
I was also like five at the time, so that was also a big dynamic of it. Exactly. I was so little. You had no projection whatsoever, <laughs> and I was I was just touched. I was touched by the art. I'll never forget what you said to me. You leaned in real close, and you said, Hey, kid, you got moxie. Someday, I'm going to see your name on the big marquee. I swear is it. And I said, Ah, oh, thank you, mister. Boy, howdy. I'm just an orphan from Kokomo, Indiana. <laughs> I'm going to make you a star, kid. We're going to see that name in lights. Oh, boy. And then what we did is we did an audio reading of War of the Worlds. It went over terribly. That's a whole nother story. Oh, yeah. And then we decided to freeze ourselves for, ah, uh, how many years? Now do math, Aiden. Oh, God. Do math on the podcast right now. Do it. We Austin powers ourselves for about 70 plus 20, 84, 86 years? 76 years? Yep. Something Good like job. that. Math. Anyway, Sounds sorry, high right. school teachers. He didn't have time for high school. He was being a star. Please. I never went to high school because I was frozen for majority of my life until I started this podcast. We waited till podcasts were in their prime. We overcooked ourselves a little bit because everybody has a podcast yeah. now, but we were like, we had the idea first, kind of. We just froze ourselves because we were so ahead of our time, and that brought us here today to the show right. you are listening to right now. It's Lorefolk! And funny thing about that name is we had several other options that we almost went with. We did. Because this is the big episode 20 I'm going to read off all of the potential names that this shit show was almost called. We have, first off, Cryptocomica, which was like the main title that I could think of. And it's like, this is my best shot, I guess. This is what we got to fucking go with. Whatever. Uh, Then we have Close Encounters of the Podcast Kind. There's a net! I just... (laughs) Excuse (laughs) me? There was a net! I, I am. I'm wearing. My hands are fucked up because of scoliosis. Oh, I mean, no. uh, carpal tunnel syndrome. So little... I'm wearing these scoliosis, scoliosis of the, the wrist. wrist, and I have these gauntlets on to help me. And I just fucking destroyed a gnat on the wall of this closet. Jesus. With abandon, as I just smashed this gauntlet up against the fucking wall. It was quite traumatic for the net i imagine i don't even see guts on this thing i don't know i i smacked it so hard it it obliterated it obliterated him he's gone you sent him Uh, to another dimension his innards are no longer gauntlet anyway yeah maybe thanos just has thanos has carpal tunnel and that's why he has to wear them maybe that's why he doesn't want to take off the glove guys okay Normally, I'd put these gemstones in a big sword or something, but it just really fucking hurts my wrist, so I gotta go with these therapeutic gauntlets. Right. If I'm gonna decimate half of reality, I need to make sure that my doctor's not mad at me by the end of it. Right, and both of his wrists are fucked up, but he only has one on because it's perfectly balanced as all things should be. (laughs) Anyway, fucking enough about that. Our podcast used to have other names. Third up, we have, now that's a spicy podcast, parentheses featuring Now, cryptids. I really liked this one. The deep Italian uh, within me was like, hey, that's a spicy meatball. But uh, I was quickly vetoed. So I just want to say, if you're out there and you're like, damn, it should have been called now that's a spicy podcast with cryptids. Me, you and me, baby. We're in it together. And then we have 
Honey, I podcasted the ghosts. Vestigial Twin Peaks. Bigfoot is my godfather, but also my husband? Little Shop of Podcasts. Who Framed Ghost Boy Magoo? Mothman in my podcast? Tales from the Crypt, parentheses, but different. Too many dang ghosts, I say! The Q-Files, which was both a reference to the X-Files and Avenue Q at the same time. And then, inspiration struck as we were met with the holy title, Lorefolk! Yeah! Huzzah! Except at the time, I didn't really appreciate it for what it was, so I kept going and ignored it. It's in the middle of the list, which is embarrassing. I was just riffing. I was going off and just trying to list as many fucking bullshit as I could until I found something I liked. Little did you know, it was right there. Little did I know. So then we still have Gravity Ups, obviously the Gravity Falls joke, uh, Archival Atrocities, which was me trying genuinely way too hard. It's really fucking sad just reading it. It's embarrassing. And so now you all get to enjoy my embarrassment of writing this god-awful title of a filthy tryhard. But if you want to make a cool podcast and name it Archival Atrocities and just absolutely fucking grip it and rip it and stick it to Aiden, you know, do that. <laughs> yeah, have fun with it. Fuck that. you, I'm care. stealing your your cringe title. <laughs> Just just admit that you stole it from us. That's all yeah, I obviously. ask. And if I ever use it for something else, you don't get to be mad at uh, Dr. Moreau's Merry Friends, Superstitious, Yeti or Not, Here We Podcast, which I gotta say, I regret not taking Yeah, that. there's a lot going on there. It's kind of the perfect title, and that's it. Those are all the names that we considered until we settled on Lorefolk. It's a little piece of history for you folks. Because I know how invested you are into our lives and our story. And, and who we are as people. Yeah, obviously. We're not just two rando chuckle fucks who say the funny things about sucking Bigfoot's dick. I want to hear who you people are as human right, beings. And we can't all be our number one listener, which is my mom. Followed <laughs> by our number two listener, which is my dad. And they already know everything about me. So I thought we would share the knowledge, spread the wealth, if you will. Maddie, say something spooky. I got something spooky here for ya. It's a cryptid. Oh boy. Once again, we are going back to our roots. And I think we need to do some serious PR for this lad because he makes me kind of sad. But I love him desperately. I want to tell you about a cryptid from Pennsylvania, which mm -hmm. is cool. Where the Magic Treehouse book series was set, of course. Oh my god, is it? <gasps> As we all know, Pennsylvania is not a real place and is a work of fiction <laughs> no. from that literary series for kids <laughs> in ages six and up. Did you guys see they made Pennsylvania from the Magic Treehouse books into huh. a real hey, place? Hey, do you remember when they were like, hey, let's have a bunch of kids go to Pompeii? Yeah. What the fuck was that about? Who thought that was okay? Me. That's horrifying. I thought that was dope, bro. That was so much <laughs> Are you kidding? Watching all these people being incinerated? Let's put the ten-year-olds there. Yeah. It'll be great. They had their cool little their little knapsack, you know. Anyway, Doctor Who did it better. Maddie, say what you're gonna say. Oh yes, um, and this has been great. I, I haven't been stalling for the page to load. No. Um, I want to tell you about a cryptid called the Squonk. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love him already. Exactly. Um, in the old growth forests in northern Pennsylvania lurks an odd beast named Squonk. 
Hell yeah. Pause for laughter. Yeah. Squonk. It's me. Pause for Squonk. applause. With saggy skin covered in warts, this pig-like creature hides in the woods. A pathetic being. The squonk spends... <laughs> the squonk spends This is the official crying. description and they're roasting him. Yeah. Uh, a pathetic being. The squonk spends his life crying. According to legend, anyone... <laughs> Anyone who tries to capture the squonk ends up standing in front of a pool of tears. So that right there is all you really need to know. Um, I think that we need to do some work for the squonk. The squonk? His public image Look, is at an all-time There's only one low. thing I can really tell the squonk to do, and that's go to therapy. Yeah, go to therapy. I don't Form know. Form emotional bonds, take a cooking class, mm-hmm. go to therapy. Talk about how your father wronged you. And he's just, that's really he's got it. such a rad name, and I feel so much sympathy for for ye little squonk. So I just want everyone to know, you know, be be kind to the squonk. He's be trying kind his to your best. Um, if you see him, maybe offer him a tissue, perhaps you know, get him, send him some Kleenex. But uh, I love the squonk. <laughs> I love him too, and I hope he gets the help that he needs. He's just a miserable little guy, and I, I think that's a bummer. I hope he works through the problems that he's too afraid to tell anyone else about. Yeah. He could also just go work at, like, you know, like a like a Great Wolf Lodge or Wild Waves or something, and then nobody will notice his pool of tears because it'll just sort of blend into the other pools. So, either... Actually, this is a two-step plan for the squonk. A... Go to therapy. Everyone should go to therapy. It's really fun. B, uh, Make therapy accessible. That's my hot take of the episode. There you go. Uh, Aiden's official hot takes, a new segment. Yeah. There it was. It just went by. There you go. Continue on. Boom. A, go to therapy, which should be accessible. B, go work at, like, a water-based place. See, it's funny that you mentioned Great Wolf Lodge. Because I used to go to the one in Traverse City a few times when I was a kid. And what they have there is an elaborate series of, like, AR games where you get, like, a wizard wand and you can fight a dragon. What you could do, because you're a giant horrifying pig man, is, and no one, society's never going to accept you. That that ship has sailed. Mm. What you could do is you could go there and pretend to be a part of the wizard game. Oh, I see. They have a big dragon in these screens with people's faces that are like tree stumps and stuff. You could go there and pretend to be an attraction at the water park and just let your tears fall into that salty, salty, lazy river. Standing there day in and day out and kids will run up to you and like point their big plastic wands at you and you'll do the same movement every time and they'll be like, wow, it's so lifelike. I love the squonk. And <laughs> you'll get that validation that he so desires. Yeah. made it nobody pays us to do this so we have to make up some ads maddie give us an ad 
This episode of Lorefolk is brought to you by the mysterious old lady who hangs out in the field behind my house. She seems really cool, and I want to get to know her. One time, I waved at her, and the next day, all my plants died. Uh, so if anyone <laughs> knows her, can you please ask her if she wants to be my friend? Thanks. And listen to Lorefolk today. <laughs> this episode of Lorefolk is also <laughs> sponsored by... <laughs> That's it. Oh, I'm sorry. Could your fucking feeble minds not comprehend this eighth dimensional message? My human ears didn't understand that, but I'm sure the aliens. Yeah, well, our eighth dimensional listeners will totally know what we're talking about, won't they? I just received a message from the ether from them, and they said yes, they understood. Oh, good. Perfect. Because eighth dimensional people can do that. Yeah. They're cool. Thanks for listening, guys. You're the coolest. Anyway, back to the rest of the episode. Alright, Maddie, I want to talk to you now about the abominable swamp slob. Oh? We're picking the most pathetic cryptids for this episode. Welcome to Goop, but it's a podcast and it's cryptids and everything's nasty. Please continue with this nasty boy, Aiden. The abominable swamp slob, sometimes abbreviated as ASS. Uh-oh. Oh, yes! Mother, I think the funniness has happened. How delightfully devilish and cheeky. You scallywag. Sorry, the the British orphan that lives in my heart got out. Yeah, jeez. Anyway. Tell uh, me about the ass. The ass <laughs> is a regional name for a group of Bigfoot-like creatures more commonly referred to as skunk apes. Estimates of their height range from four and a half feet to 12 feet, so they got oh, range. yeah, she has they, the range. You got your short kings and your <laughs> tall your boys. Uh, peasants. The creature is naturally nocturnal and lives in wooded areas, bordering streams. It emits an ear-splitting, nerve-shattering shriek. It apparently is not afraid of human beings and has been known to chase and attack. Seldom is it seen in the company of another of its kind. The one inconsistency concerns its tracks. They have come in all sizes. Some of them have been four toe prints, others have five or six. Keep in mind, all primates and hominids are five-toed. A weird inconsistency in the reports hints that one uh, on one occasion, our abominable swamp slob are not quite, quote, real for at all times. Maddie. What? I think those boys might not be real. Well, see, I I think we have the first time ever in the history of this podcast. (gasps) A fake cryptid? A fake cryptid that doesn't exist in the real world. It only exists in our hearts and our minds and our fantasy. Much like Barney, he's a figment of our collective imagination. But in a way, wait a minute. In a way, does that not make him real? Does Barney... Not have thoughts, feelings, and existential dread. Mm. Do the emotions I feel from hearing about this group of ass, are they not real? 
Another disturbing feature is that the creature occasionally appears in the company of that of an uninvited visitor, the UFO. So far as we know, no one has actually seen such a creature enter or emerge a flying saucer, but some kind of relationship is implied when strange flying objects are seen landing in the area where the creature has been sighted. Yeah, that makes sense. That checks out. So he's an imaginary space boy of my dreams. Yeah. And he smells like shit. This is just extreme wishful thinking. Somebody sees a UFO and they've they've heard of this and they're like, it's all coming together. It's all Do you happening. think that the UFO myth has been perpetuated by the ass creatures themselves to make Ooh, themselves maybe. seem cooler? Yeah. They've seen UFOs and they also think they're like weird and cool and they're like, well, nobody knows what's in the UFOs, so why couldn't it be us? Nobody wants to be a stink boy. I want to be a space boy. When lame dudes hang out, if someone parks like a really nice car on the street and then guys will just kind of hang out around it and be like, maybe someone <laughs> walking by will think this is my car even though i'm taking a picture with it and don't have the keys that's what that's what the ass what are they called these these uh abominable the abominable slobs swamp slobs that's that's what the The abominable swamp slobs they're standing by a ufo that's really cool with the top down and they're like that yeah that's my ride what are you gonna do (laughs) about it oh i left the keys in my other pants i left them in my other matted fur Aiden, I got another cryptid here for us. Oh, thank God. I'm tired of talking about this abominable swamp slob. Cryptid overload today. This is also a shout out to all the New York homies. Woo! The single one who still lives after the fight to the death is here and listening. And this is for you, champion. Oh, God. Oh, well, it's funny that you would say that because this cryptid is named Champ. What? Yeah. I want to oh talk today about... Who, who named this? It's fucking Uncle? No. <laughs> hey, Champ Buckaroo Scout? Great what? job, Champ. Uh, Champ Champy, with an I-E, or Champy with a Y, is the name given to a reputed lake monster living in Lake Champlain. I think that's how you say that. Okay. It's in New York. Um, It's a freshwater lake in North America, blah, 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 whatever, something, something, Quebec. Uh, it's basically like Nessie. But in New York and New York Nessie and Champ is an absolute unit and a legend as implied by the name. That's it. Champ. It's like New York Nessie. I'm sure the New York people are going to come for me for saying that. I'm sure Nessie is like the uh, fuck. Where's Nessie from? Having a stroke. Scotland. Yeah. Is it Scotland? Yes. Okay. Yes. I'm sure Nessie is like the Scotland champ, okay, for all you New York people out there. That's the truth. We all know, okay? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. But uh, I just really like that his name is Champ because, like you said, it seems like, you know, there's all these regular humans out there on the lake and he, like, swims by in this giant, like, whoa, 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 this huge wave and they're all like, hey, nice going, Champ. Eh, boy. Do you think they're saying it to be mean and he doesn't get it? No. That's so I think sad. they might have he might have like knocked over a boat and they were like, Hey, nice going, bud. Oh. <laughs> like that kinda yeah. nice going, Buster. You call someone genius. You're like, nice work, genius. Ooh. He's like, Oh, they think I'm a genius. He's just too sweet and fragile to understand oh. the cruel realities of the world. Nobody tell Champ. This is like that SNL skit where everyone pretends that that kid is really good at sports or whatever. Nobody tell Champ that he's not actually lovable and, and good at what he does. New York, 
keep your mean, grubby de Blasio shouting voices away from our good special lad champ. He's doing his best! New York now has two gigantic citywide secrets. One is champ. Don't tell him he's not doing a great job. And two... Listen, New Yorkers, I know you're hiding those giant bugs from James and the Giant Peach. And let me tell you, when I get there, (laughs) I will collect on those bugs, okay? I'm on the lookout. I got big plans in the Big Apple for big bugs. And I want to be friends with them. I want to be their pals. They're all very cool. I would like to do a musical number with them. And also, I want to be there when the... When the grasshopper and the caterpillar duke it out. Well, that's because they're both listeners in New York and they're going to fight to the oh, death. shit. Well, how many bugs are there? Five? Five of our New York listeners are just the bugs from James and the Giant Peach. I just love those giant bugs and I think about them every time I think about New York. And I know all you New Yorkers out there are keeping them as a secret. I know they're real and they live in a giant peach pit somewhere. So be forewarned when I get to new york i am gonna find those bugs and when i do we're all gonna go to the lake together and tell champ that he's doing a great job that was a beautiful story maddie folks that's gonna be the end of this podcast if you like what you heard leave a like leave a comment if you're on the youtube page some of you are all the people yeah people actually left comments and like it you know it's just a comment but it really does warm my cold little it soul. was very sweet yeah. I was like, oh, look at these people it's there's so nice things about us I-, I would love that we do not deserve that's very kind of you <laughs> yeah so leave a comment talk to us talk to each other you know if you're not you know if you're two people who live in the same state listening to the show you have to duke it out but if you're not if you're in two different states that's a new best friend right there so uh yeah leave a comment and thanks so much to the people who have it is uh very very fun and special in my cold dead little heart so and we need things to talk about you people who are leaving comments so you can go ahead and submit a question or an encounter story or whatever to lorefolksubmissions at gmail.com Please send us stuff. Please. We'd really appreciate We'd it. Love to talk we were going to start reading creepy pastas and stuff like that because we that's what we were originally going to do when we started this thing and then we just kind of didn't and then we were like, "Oh, for the 20th episode, maybe we'll get back into that." And but then we can't. couldn't because uh, we'd have to pay people for that and we can't afford that. Yeah. So if you just want to send a question or a, I ran into Bigfoot and he smelled like my grandma and what the fuck was that about, then we'll gladly answer exactly why that is. And of course the answer is, I'll give you this one for free, that your grandma is Bigfoot in a oh. werewolf-like situation. I thought you were going to say Bigfoot was fucking your grandma, but yeah, I guess yours makes more sense, huh? Well, she is. Your other grandma. You have two grandmas. Some people have two grandmas. They're gay grandmas and one of them is Bigfoot! Oh shit! Coming soon from director Guillermo del Toro. It's definitely Oscar bait. So that's our show. Let's do an outro, Maddie. I'm Aiden Kid at Aiden Kid, maybe A I K I D D D at various internet sources. Maddie is go ahead. I'm Maddie Barr, and my at on every social media is Maddie Rooster because I like brand consistency. 